0: you've done it perfect. I'll pu- I'll call them over then. So let's pray for Paul. Let's pray for Paul. We've got our wonderful guest speaker, Paul from New Life Congregation, our favorite guest 3T speaker, and I'll pray for you. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for Paul. Thank you so much for his heart after you, Lord. He is such a man after God's own heart. And Lord, we are grateful to you um, for the gift that he is to the body. We're grateful that he's come to share with us today. Would you just fill him now with your Holy Spirit, I pray. And Lord, may the words that he shares help us in our faith and our walk with you going forward. Amen. Just to say that was entirely my fault. I didn't warn Debbie that I was going to get somebody to do a reading during the preach. Sorry about that, Debbie. Well, she wasn't here, so we're well, 50-50. We'll blame it out. It's fine. Um, I thought today, thank you for having me again by the way, hello, can I have a friendly wave? Oh, I love Forest Hill, you guys are great. Um, I thought today I would start a little bit differently. I'm going to read you a very small part of the lyrics of a song. I'm going to just read you a little bit of a song and I just, um, I won't try and sing it for you because the person who sings it's a much better singer than me, but um, just listen to this and see if it sort of resonates with you with our theme for today. I could just sit, I could just sit and wait for all your goodness, hope to feel your presence and I could just stay, I could just stay right where I am and hope to feel you, hope to feel something again and I could hold on, I could hold on to who I am and never let you change me from the inside and I could be safe, I could be safe here in your arms and never leave home, never let these walls down. But you have called me higher, you have called me deeper, and I'll go where you lead me, Lord. You have called me higher, you have called me deeper, and I'll go where you lead me, Lord, where you lead me, Lord. Amen. That's the end of my talk. Um, Can anybody tell me what the memory verse was for today? That was a beautiful murmuring of the verse for today, but let's do it together, okay, on our fingers. So Debbie taught me this during the service, so I'm pinching it for my talk. Um, Ten fingers, you're going to have to help me because I've only got five because I'm holding a microphone. So, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. My fingers don't bend like that, but well done. Okay, well that verse comes from a letter that Paul wrote to a church in Philippi. Um, So to the Philippian church, the guy's called Philippians. That's a fun word. Can anybody say Philippians? Philippians, I like that word. I've never been able to spell it. Um, And I want to say, like, right at this moment, what I'm looking for is my very good friend who's hopefully going to start looking this way. Yes! Akani has said he will come and do the reading for me. So Akani, will you come and read? What is exactly the same verses that Debbie was planning to read. So I'll take that. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Can we give him a little bit of encouragement? Okay. This is Philippians chapter 4, verses 10 to 13. I am am very happy in the Lord that you have shown your care for me again. You continue to care about me, but there was no way for you to show it. I am telling you this, but it is not because I need anything. I have learned to be satisfied with the things I have and with everything that happens. I know how to live when I am poor, and I know how to live when I have plenty. I have learned the secret of being happy at any time in in everything that happens. I have learned to be happy when I have enough to eat and when I don't have enough to eat. I have learned to be happy when I have all that I need and when I do not have all the things I need. I can do all things through Christ because he gives me strength. Thank you, Connie. That was brilliant. Hey, come on, more encouragement. More of breath. Thank you, mate. I love that. He kind of hung around to see if I was going to give him anything else to do. Don't worry. There will be opportunities to volunteer throughout this talk. Okay. So this verse, right, Philippians 4.13 comes out of this passage I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, or who gives me strength. That's a bit of a cracker of a verse, isn't it? That's a good verse. That's a bit encouraging. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. You can imagine Mr. Strong from the Mr. Men saying that. Now, all I think is we should try it out. So I need some volunteers who don't mind looking a bit silly. She kept her hand up, people. Bring it. Okay. Tom, yeah, all three of you. Let's try, all right? Jacob, you want to bring it? Four in a line. Make a line without knocking over the projector. Oh, you guys are so good. If you want, you can move that way a bit because you're going to need to use your bodies. Move your bodies, hallelujah. Yep, that's perfect. Okay, now I think, Jacob, we're going to move your guitar. That is good. You come and stand here for me. and you come and stand there. And I think we're probably going to need to move Tom the other side. And then you come and stand here okay and try not to break that it's really expensive okay thank you all right now so this verse i can do all things through christ who gives me strength i can do all things and i know somewhere else in the bible that says that all the promises that god has made are yes in jesus and we just need to say amen which basically means i agree so let's just check i can do all things through christ who strengthens me do you agree They agree. Okay, so they're up for it, right? Okay, so based on that then, you can do all things, right? You just agreed to that. Okay, so now, please can you be butterflies? Turn into a butterfly. Put some effort in. Come on, try. Come on. Okay, um, that was pretty good, but you didn't really look 100% like butterflies, if we're honest. Uh, Maybe that was ambitious for a first try. I'll tell you what, why don't you guys try, by the strength of Jesus, to be professional ballet dancers? Can you do it? Go for it. Okay. Um, round of applause for our professional ballet dancers. Yeah, go and sit down, guys. Go and sit down for me. Thank you. Um, oh, dear. Oh, uh-oh. Um, were we doing it wrong? Were they doing it wrong? Or maybe it's that we're reading the verse wrong. Because this verse in the Bible, is, as fantastic as it is and as hopeful it is, people can kind to use it and go, I can do all things. Now, dear, bring me that pickle jar. I'm going to take the lid off this pickle jar in the name of Jesus. And you're like, I'm not sure that's why Paul wrote that verse. And I'm not sure why that, that God is saying that to the church. But that means it's a little bit confusing, right? Because in the verse, it says, I can do all things. I can do all things. What was Paul the Apostle talking about when he said, I can do all things? Well, he wrote a lot of verses in the Bible. And I've got another one that I'd like somebody to read. Would anybody like to read just one verse? You've already done something, but I might get you in a minute. Oh, look at that sad face. If nobody else volunteers, I'll come back to you. Anybody else want to read? Come on, you're all feeling bad because she didn't. Okay, you've got it. right, slow crowd today. You help me out, okay? If I need you to volunteer four times in a row, can you do it? Great, fantastic. Can you read this? God has made us what we are in Christ Jesus. God made us new people so that we could spend our lives doing the good things he had already planned us for us. She had not seen that before. That was brilliant. Well done. Round of applause for that. That's really good. Yeah, God, this is Ephesians 2 verse 10. God has made us what we are. In Christ Jesus, God made us new people so that we would spend our lives doing the good things he had already planned for us to do. Oh, I'm getting a clue about this, all things. There's good things that God has planned for me and you and the person next to you to do maybe that's some of the things that Paul is talking about in this verse but the thing is how does that work how does the whole I can do all things the good things you planned for me to do before the creation of the world how how can I do that Jesus how does that work well I think it's a little bit like this lovely pink glove it's a lovely pink glove Louise doesn't know I've borrowed it. Don't tell her. It'll be fine. And now, can somebody tell me, what is this glove made for? Is it made to be a bag for sweets? No? Okay. Is it made to be a weapon so I can hit Samwell? Some of you are hoping it is. Shame on you. Pray for a bit. No, I'm kidding. All right. This glove, right, is made to go on a hand. Now, I've not practiced trying to do this with a glove that's too small for me while holding a microphone, but I think I can do it. It's going, it's going well, look. I practiced this at home and it was fine. So, I've got this glove on my hand. This glove was made to be on a hand, right? This glove was made to be on a hand... And why am I telling you this? Because you were made for Jesus. You were made for Jesus to live inside of you. You were made for Jesus to express his life through you, a bit like the hand inside this glove. If you're the glove, Jesus is the hand. But we have a problem. Because this glove only really works, hello, if it's fully on my hand, right? If the glove is out here somewhere, it's not doing much good. It's quite floppy and a bit flimsy. It's not a lot of strength in there, right? And if I put it on halfway, okay, there's a bit more strength in there. Look, I can wave at you. Yeah? Lovely waving going on. But I couldn't really hold a pencil, could I? I couldn't really do anything. No, the glove only really works when it's got the hand all the way in. I'm just going to leave that on for the rest of the talk maybe. Anyway, um, it's on people. Round of applause. Come on. The glove is on and sometimes it does take a bit of wiggling, doesn't it? It does take a bit of effort but once the glove is on, this glove is now being controlled by my hand. This glove is now able to be used for all the different things that I want to do. But if this glove was really stiff, if this glove was, you know, really stiff, this one's nice and floppy, yeah? If it was really stiff, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do much, would I? If my hand was like that and it couldn't bend the fingers. And so again, with our lives, if Jesus is going to strengthen us on the inside to do all the good things that he's planned for us to do, then the way that works is we've got to be willing We've got to be flexible. We've got to be like, okay, Jesus, you're the hand. I'm the glove. What are we doing today? That's what it looks like, okay? And Jesus, in the Gospel of John, he actually said, remain in me, abide in me, stay in the relationship that me and you have got where I'm Jesus, the king, and you're, you know, I'm the hand, you're the glove, and you will do many good things. You'll bear much fruit. But then he says this, apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And some of us, were a bit scared to let Jesus all the way in because we don't want to release control. But his promise is that actually Jesus came to give you life in all its fullness. Jesus came to give you the fullest life, the best life. And that's how your life works, is fully letting Jesus in to every part, every finger of the glove, let God in. And he can use you to do amazing things. Now, can I just check? Is there anybody here that likes gardening? Okay. you I did not know that. Just remember that parents. Next time you need weeding doing. Okay. She likes gardening. Okay. You come out. Now, I know this won't apply maybe to many of you. Does anybody like Cleaning? Cleaning? Paula Paola, you've been volunteered by half the room. Come and get the cleaning gloves. Okay. And does anybody like fighting? Anybody like fighting? Elijah started to say yes, then looked at his mom. I love that. Okay. Do you want to bring it? One of you down there, decide who loves fighting the most, okay, and come forward. Five, four, three, two, one. Bring it. Come on. Somebody, please. (laughs) Abby, yes. Thank you. Okay. You missed your chance. I'm sorry that she loves fighting more than you. Okay. Can you see that these gloves all have a different purpose, don't they? These gloves all have a different purpose. You can do really good cleaning with those gloves. And you could do really good gardening with those gloves. She's even acting it out. I didn't even have to tell her to do that. And you could do really good fighting with those gloves. Okay, just tone it down for me, Abby. Oh, gosh. Okay. So what's interesting is that the good things that God has made you to do, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, might look different for Paula and Grace and Abby and me Because our lives look different. How God has made you is different. But if God said, Paul, I know you're cleaning, but I need you to do some gardening. If I had to, I could do gardening in these. It wouldn't be ideal, but if I had to, I could. So it's not a one size fits all. I was made to do this and this is the only thing I will do for Jesus. It's not like that. But there are natural things that God has made you to do that you will be naturally good at. And if you flow in those things, if you practice those things, if you let Jesus be the hand inside the glove that is you, you can literally do many good things for Jesus. Okay, guys, you've been amazing, but I want my gloves back. Okay, thank you. Way. Now, thank you, yeah. So that was the good things, but Paul says that... I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So that's not just good things. That sounds like he can do the bad things as well. And in this passage, he's like, I am happy if I've got lots of money or if I'm poor. I'm okay if I've got all I need or nothing. Like if I'm hungry or got lots of food, I'm okay. I'm okay. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So there's something about a life that is fully submitted to Jesus Uh, allow you as the glove, allowing God fully into your life as the hand, that means that even with those gloves, you can do nice jobs, right? The gardening, you could plant some plants, but you can also do weeding. With the cleaning gloves, you can do the washing up, but you can also do some mucky jobs as well, right? There are hard things that we all have to go through, but the promise is that if you allow Jesus fully into your life, you can do both. You can do the hard things and the good things because he is on the inside giving you that strength to be able to do it. But my question is, how does he got Jesus' strengthen me? How does Jesus strengthen you? How does he do it? Well, I need a volunteer who likes water pistols. Have I got any volunteers who like water pistols? Zoe, your hand was up before anyone else. Now, I also know that you are somebody of deep maturity, and that if somebody doesn't want to be squirted, you won't squirt them, will you, apart from maybe your parents? Okay, now, how does Jesus strengthen me? Well, I think that this looks like a water pistol, all right, but actually I want to tell you that I filled it with a very special liquid that will give you superhuman strength, okay? Okay? And I want you, Zoe, to find somebody in this room who would like this superhuman strength, and I want you to zap them, okay? Now, find somebody who'd like to be squirted and squirt them. Okay, anybody else? Anybody else? Keep going. Just keep going. Yes. Okay. With smaller children, maybe check with their adult first. Um, didn't think that one through. Okay, brilliant. Well done. And if you want to squirt yourself, Zoe's now's the time. No, I'll do it. Okay. Um, Okay. Thank you. So, it isn't, God isn't going to come along, right? This verse is not a special zapper that's going to come along and zap you with strength. Oh, I remembered that verse. Bing! I've got strength now. Yay! It's not like that, right? What does it say in the Bible about how God can strengthen us? Well, there's a verse in Isaiah that says, those who wait on the lord shall renew their strength those who spend time with god those who listen to god those who wait for god those who actively search for god will constantly find that they what they're doing is basically saying i'm here i'm feeling a bit floppy jesus come back inside my life fully and then they find he comes fully in and he gives them strength and another way i think that god strengthens us okay is by us learning to let go of things. Because actually, sometimes what you need is not more strength. What you need sometimes is to carry less things. And so God comes along and says, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, because what you need to do is let let go of some of that stuff and give it to me. Because as an example, if you're worrying about something, does anybody know, hands up, if you're worrying about something, it feels like 10 times heavier? Is that just me? Anybody else think I'm worrying about something that just feels so heavy? Oh, my goodness. Well, there's promises in the Bible that you can literally take your worries and your cares and you can put them on. You can literally give them to Jesus. You can literally let go of them. Thank you so much. I've always wanted a piece of orange plasticine during my talk. Nobody's ever done that before. I'm going to put it here for later. Brilliant. Okay. So (laughs) the uncle over there laughing. Love it. Okay, and in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and tired and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my way of doing things upon your life. Let me fully into your life, and you will find rest for your souls. Sometimes the way that God wants to strengthen you isn't by making you stronger so I can carry more burdens and worries. He's like, no, you're strong enough. Just let the worries go. Let it go, okay? And another way that God might strengthen you is through joy. Now, believe it or not, I'm not very good at this one, okay? I'm naturally a negative person. And I have to, like, discipline myself and train myself that it says in the Bible, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Didn't know I was going to sing that. That was a surprise to me. All right, the joy of the Lord is your strength. What does that mean? I think for me, it means that when things are hard, I need to remember Jesus. When it's hard and the outside of the glove is going through some stuff, I've got to remember that the inside of the glove is Jesus. That Jesus lives inside me and you and is giving me strength. That Jesus died on a cross so he could put his very spirit inside me and you to give us strength. The joy of remembering that no matter what the world does to me, I'm saved that Jesus has won, that I'm going somewhere, that he's preparing a place for me. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Does that not give you a joy? Does that remind you, wait a minute, things are really hard right now, and things are really sad, but I've still got this, and it's Jesus who died for me, and nobody can take that away. Isn't that amazing? But I think... That there's another way that Jesus wants to strengthen you and me in our everyday lives. And for this, I'm going to need lots of volunteers. Okay? I'm going to need lots of volunteers. Tom, your hand was up. Zoe, your hand was up. Any other volunteers? I need lots of people. I need adults. I need everyone. Okay? So, Tom, please could you sit on the floor pointing your legs that way? Zoe, please, actually... Mm, let's go over there and do it because it's not going to work otherwise. Tom, you stand, sit down there and put your legs out. Zoe, it's a good thing you're his sister, he won't mind. Try and stand about like here, okay? And when I tell you to, you're going to put your arms out. Stand really close, touch him. That's it, that's great. Now, Grace, you stand and turn around this way. Okay, Joshua, where are you? You want to stand up and be part of it? Are you sure? you happy? No, you don't want to do it. Okay, that's fine. All right, Elijah, you stand and look at Grace. Okay, now when I tell you to, you're going to put your arms towards her chest and you're going to put your arms to his head. You got it? Okay, great. Now I need Martin. You want to stand here and face that way. Okay, now I need somebody who doesn't mind Martin holding uh, him or her kind of like this. Is anybody happy to do that? I need volunteers. Come on, people. I won't embarrass you, I promise. Thank you, thank you. And then I need somebody else who's literally just going to stand like a pencil. Has anybody? Can anybody be a pencil? Come on, help me, please. <laughs> it's never going to work. Okay, that's great. And Okay, that's that. Okay, that's it. I'll tell you when. I'll tell you when. So you can stand up now. Okay. So, all right. That should be everybody. This probably won't look as good as it does in my head, but we're going to try, okay? These guys all right, are human letters, and they are going to spell the word can. So, Zoe, can you go like this and up a bit? That's it. We've got a C. Okay, you put your hands up there. Put your head down a little bit. You'll put your hands up here. Touch that. There you go. That's it. We've got sort of an A. That's close enough. And then you guys, you kind of know what you're doing with the N. I mean, it's close enough, right? It's close enough. Like you're diving into a swimming pool with your hands up a bit, hands up a bit. That's sort of like a can, right? But the thing is, how often do our cans turn into carts? How often do our hands turn into the, I'll be the cart, I'll be the T, all right? Paul T, Paul Thomas, who doesn't have enough hands to do this, okay? If I'm the T, okay, if I'm the T, you ever thought that when you stand in a T shape, it sort of looks like a cross? Because right now, this word, by faith, I want you to believe this, spells the word can't. There's an imaginary apostrophe just here, okay? Spells the word can't, okay? And how is it that Jesus can change our can'ts into cans? How does that happen, okay? Somebody's got to come along, and I didn't prime him. Is Ethan still in the room? Ethan, you are big and strong, and I have eaten many cheeseburgers. Somebody's got to come along and take away this cross shape. This T-shape, somebody's got to come along and take it away. Ethan, take me away. <laughs> okay, you can put me down. That was epic. Okay, you guys sit down. That's fine. Okay. Why did I go to all that effort to do a visual aid that, if I'm honest, didn't work? How, why did I do that? Okay. Because I know what it is. To be somebody who in the last couple of years, with an Abigail, my little daughter, who's full on, with a job that's full on, with life that's full on, with all this stuff. Being honest, the amount of times in the last two years where I've gone, God, I can't do this. I'm too tired. God, it's too hard. How have I, why am I still here? Why have I not given up? Because something has happened where my can't has turned into a can And nine times out of ten, what it has been is that Jesus has reminded me that he carried a cross, and it's my job to do the same. That when you bump into a cant and you've got that T on the end that looks like a cross, remembering that Jesus carried a cross, and he's asking you to do the same. And remembering that it wasn't easy for him, that he was in the Garden of Gethsemane going, God, if there's any way I don't have to do this, I can't do this. If there's any way out, please, but it's not my will, but your will be done. And he got to that place of saying, I can't, but God, you're asking me to, so I will. And his can't turned into a can because he carried the cross. And our can'ts in life are quite often feeling based, right? We just feel like we can't do it. But Jesus comes along and says, I know that's how you feel. I know how that feels. But by faith, trust me, if you fully let me into your life, I can strengthen you to carry your cross. What did he say? If anyone would come after me, let them deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. If anyone would come after me, let them deny themselves, take up their cross, like Ethan took me, probably carry it a different way, but, and follow me. And in that verse that we've looked at today, um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. we thought about the I can. We've thought about the all things. We've thought about how the strength kind of works. But the most important part of that verse is through Christ. It's through Jesus that this stuff happens. And so I want to ask you today, how do you feel? Do you feel like you're a bit floppy like this glove? Do you feel like you haven't got any strength? Do you feel like you've got some strength, but it's not always working? It works sometimes, but not enough. Well, it might be a struggle and it might be a step forward for us. And it has been for me as I'm growing in the Lord and trying to serve him and doing things that I didn't. I'm now doing things that I could not do two years ago. Like this talk, potentially, because God has been teaching me that when I feel like I can't, if I'll take up my cross and trust him and surrender and let him fully into my life, then I can do things that I could never do in my own strength. And so what I'd like to do to end this talk is to let's, let's everybody bow our heads, close our eyes, and let's just pray and talk to Jesus about how strong we feel. But let's remember to relate that to how much... Jesus is being allowed into your life right now. Lord Jesus, I thank you for these wonderful people. I thank you, Lord, that you want us to feel that strength of you inside of us. That you say that we can do nothing apart from you. But you say that if we fully allow you in, the very weight of heaven comes in to help us do the things you've called us to do, even when they seem impossible. I think of Mary, Lord, when she just went, let it be to me according to your word. Because you said to her, nothing is impossible with God. So Lord, I pray for each person here as they personally reflect on the things that they find hard, on the things that they find challenging, that they would see you carrying your cross. And they would say, Jesus, I'll do the same if you'll come with me. And I pray that every person here would hear his response. Of course I will. That's why I carried it in the first place. Amen. Let your living word abide in me so richly, as I abide in you. Let your living